You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. Just kind of uh, two announcements. Uh, tomorrow for Labor Day, uh, we only have one Mass. Typically we have our two Masses, the 6 a.m. and the noon, uh, but tomorrow, since it is a holiday, we'll only have one Mass, a 7 a.m. Confessions with 7.30 a.m. Mass. That'll be just for tomorrow. Also, uh, we'll be beginning again our first Wednesday of the month, Holy Hour, uh, 6 to 7 p.m in the church uh, uh, every first Wednesday. I'm sure they have something in that in the bulletin. You should look through the bulletin. It's got a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, every now and then I peek at it. You know, a few weeks ago, uh, I believe it was at this mass, I preached about this idea between true peace and false peace that Jesus, the King of Peace, the one that says, peace be with you, his first words after the resurrection, that same God said, I came not to bring peace, but I came to bring the sword. I came to bring warfare. I came to draw father against son, daughter against mother. That's the same God, and so I talked about what he means by that. People kind of take it for granted. Oh, he just kind of means like a spiritual thing. Um, a few weeks ago, I went into that. And actually, all of our homilies are recorded on the website. You can get through it through Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you kids are doing nowadays. Um, and also, uh, the podcast will be coming back this weekend. I bring that up because today, I'm not going to talk about that. Today I'm going to talk about discipleship with the two images that Jesus uses. Discipleship is marked by three things, he says. You have to forsake your family. You have to, I have to be more valuable than your suffering because people can often get addicted to their own suffering. And I have to be more valuable than your possessions. Those are the three marks of discipleship he lays out for today's gospel, but he uses two images. The first is building a tower. It said, uh, it's like building a tower, a, a lofty tower, but then you run out of funds and everyone laughs at you. Don't be like that. You know, a Catholic should consider everything they do if it's important. They should pray and discern about things they do. If it's important, they should think about it before they do it. This lofty tower, it's a watchtower. A watchtower that I can see far away with. In those days, a watchtower was to see the enemy coming so you could protect the people inside. I can see the enemy coming, protect the people inside. Do you know how Satan tempts you? 
do you know how Satan pushes your buttons? Do you know your own weaknesses? Because Satan does. Do you know why you became a Catholic? Well, I was baptized before I knew Father. Do you know why you still come to Mass? Why do you at least try to practice the faith? Do you know who you do it for? Because a watchtower sees the enemy coming, but it protects those inside. The people inside, that's your loved ones. So, I not only see the ways that Satan is going to try to attack me, my weak points, my uh, the ones that I don't want to talk about, um, but also I protect those on the inside. So it, as I grow older, I'm given more responsibility by God. As parents, parents, do you know the weak points of your kids? Do you know how they need to grow spiritually? You know, as a priest, we're given a parish, and we're supposed, a priest is designated by God to make everyone in his parish a saint. How in the world is a priest going to do that if he doesn't know his people? Or doesn't know the weaknesses, the strengths, where to build up, where to reprimand? The same thing for a family. The family by the Catholic Church is called a domestic church, or like a little church. So how's your parish doing? Do you know the ways that Satan is working on your family? Because he does. Or your spouses? Do you try to ridicule your spouse by their faults? Or do you try to help them? Yeah, our blessed mother, as St. Joseph was the only one that wasn't perfect, I bet our blessed mother didn't point that out. I bet she helped him become perfect. Is your watchtower unfinished? Because if it is, the demons are laughing at you. Okay, so the second image in regards to discipleship is uh, going to war. There's two kings. One king is going to war with another king. Now, one, the one going to war is greatly outnumbered by the other one. 10,000, 20,000 troops. Satan is stronger than us. He knows more than us. He can fool us. He plays on our weaknesses, makes us believe we're doing the right thing when it's the wrong thing. But I'll tell you what, the greatest trick that Satan can pull is making you believe he doesn't exist. Or a very popular one, that Satan doesn't really care about me. He's got bigger fish to fry. He doesn't care about me and my family in particular. There's uh, more important people to go after. You know, I must love God with my whole heart and soul and mind and strength. To the average person, this is religious fanaticism. Religion is a good thing, but let's not overdo it. 
There's no need to bring so many soldiers to this war. The battle's not that serious. That's exactly what the devil wants you to think. He wants you to come to war. Be a Christian, that's perfect. You know, just uh, not an on-fire Christian. Uh, Go to war, just don't take it seriously. To fight and lose, that's his objective. Jesus, our blessed Lord, in this gospel passage is not allowing a compromise. He is not allowing a twofold type of Christianity. Those that do and those that won't do for the life of Christ. He doesn't allow that. Jesus refuses to be second place in anything. If I choose to follow Jesus in this life, I better be ready to make him the Lord of all. Our blessed Lord is not a tyrant, but he does know the secrets to happiness, the secrets to misery of freedom and of slavery. Give God everything. Trust Jesus with everything. Trust him with your life. Trust him with your death. Trust him with your sanctity. Trust him with your happiness. Trust him with your hope in both this life and the next. Because God is above our family. God is above our suffering. God is above all of my possessions. So give it to him right now. Let him be God right now. In fact, on my way back to my chair, I want you to think about your family. I want you to think about the sufferings you endure in this life. I want you to think about your most prized possessions. And then I want you to look at the cross and say, Thy will be done.